0: I suck at dating with Dean Unglert, an iHeartRadio podcast. I'm Dean Unglert. Uh, I grew up in Aspen, Colorado. Went to college, University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. I currently live in Los Angeles, and I suck at dating. I mean, publicly speaking, paradise was just the worst experience of my life, but I've been on some pretty horrible dates, I guess, in my time. Okay, so there was one date I went on. We had a first date, and it went well, um, and then we parted ways that time. So it was, I guess, technically the second date. Instead of going out, we decided to order Chinese food into her apartment and like watch movies. And I guess maybe what I ate for lunch or what I ate for dinner, uh, it made me very, very ill. And so I uh, I wasn't planning on staying over, but I ended up sleeping at her house, basically on the bathroom floor, puking in the toilet all night long. And that was like the second impression that I ever had meeting her. And then, I mean, we continued to talk for a little bit after that. But I think like once you get that memory just ingrained in your mind, you're probably, you know, might as well cut your losses at that point. I kept, like, getting up and, like, going into the bathroom by myself and, like, stay here. Like, don't come look. And then, like, she'll, like, be in, like, standing at the bathroom door, like, like, feeling bad from, like, genuinely, like, caring for me. But I'm, like, I just don't want you to see me, like, right now. Um, I mean, she was a sweet girl, but it was just it was a lot to, to process. Like, first real date? I was probably 12, maybe. We saw Lord of the Rings in movies. Um, she fell asleep, like, 30 minutes in. And I had to pretend, like, I was interested in the movie afterwards so I could explain it to her. <laughs> I think it was uh, – it was – the Twin Towers, right, and that one was just so long, and there there seemed to be like they were like like false endings so many times. They would like cut to white, and you're like, oh, that was a great movie, and then it would cut back in, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say that was a bad date, but that was the age where you're like questioning whether you should be holding hands, whether your arms should be around them, um, whether you kiss them at the end of the night. What areas do not do I need to improve in the most? I would say my communication could sure use some improvement. I would say. Maybe I'm a little too critical at times and I give me an inch and I take it a mile on certain things. Maybe like I get into my own head or I like self-sabotage, that type of stuff, you know. Read too much into things exactly. So yeah, so maybe that's that's something I could work on. I don't know. This is why we need the dating professionals to be on the show to help me. I mean, if, if there weren't any problems, I'd be married right now. Let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, we can do a full just A to Z of it real quick. Well, my main excitement going into Paradise was hanging out with my, my guy friends from the season because they were the only ones that I was in contact with going into it. And then uh, fast forward to the first day we were there, Christina comes down and, you know, I wasn't really interested in anyone else, but Christina and I seemed to hit it off. And I I told myself going into it, if I found someone that I liked, I would stick with that person and, you know, just ensure that it was, it was her and I the entire time. And obviously with the shutdown and everything, it kind of complicated things, but uh, coming back from that, it like, I don't know, I think there's like a new perspective that was granted having kind of lived in the real world for about 10 days afterwards and then i wasn't really sure about my feelings anymore and it kind of comes back to that self-sabotage where maybe something is going well and you don't necessarily i don't know why do people self-sabotage i guess let's figure that out first um i think people self-sabotage maybe because they get scared of the potential of what it could be maybe um it's like it's unfamiliar and maybe especially in that situation like to be so connected to someone you like risk a lot more because when you're not in complete control of something obviously you're you're at risk to their actions affecting you a lot more and maybe like you know when you fall in love with someone or when you get married to someone like their actions and their uh their words influence you a lot more than they would otherwise i don't think i'm afraid of commitment i think i'm i'm in in the in the realm of commitment i think i'm a realist i don't want to have to sacrifice certain parts of my happiness for for someone else I think that the, I think the right when the right person comes along there will be ha- there they won't have to be any sacrifice you know like th- that you just compliment each other to the point where uh you're y- you don't necessarily have to argue you don't have to fight about anything you don't have to um I don't know step on each other's toes because that's that's my ideal I guess soulmate right so in regards to Christina there there were certain little petty arguments that we would have and especially when you're, you know, you're, you're 10 days into a relationship and you're, you're having these weird little arguments about things, that's a kind of an immediate red flag. Um, I think that those arguments for us two were stemming from she cared a lot and she was very invested very quickly and I maybe took a step back and she didn't necessarily like that very much. But I would never dive into like a fully like marriage potential committed relationship with any hesitations. You know, I just think it's something that should happen very organically. I thought by being honest to both of them the entire step of the way that that was enough for them. But um, even after like talking to my ex-girlfriend and my uh, my my like my girlfriend before even going on The Bachelorette and like we kind of like had a postmortem and talked about maybe like why it didn't work between us and how it all started between us and how she sees similar characteristics and what I did on Paradise to like the beginning of our relationship. And it's like, I mean, it's it's just eye opening to like watch it played back because in our thinking, everyone's own minds, they can do no wrong. Um, but then when you watch it from like a third party perspective, i.e. a video camera on the television, uh, you kind of see, you know, what you're doing wrong instead of just living it through your own eyes. Um, and so like maybe, maybe in the moment, it wasn't the worst thing, although I was very emotional a lot during the, the filming of paradise, but watching it played back and like seeing people react when you're not around, because you can't see that when you're there, obviously it's, it's pretty difficult. I guess that would probably be the hardest part. I think I would go back to paradise. I think that with this newfound perspective, I can handle things. I mean, obviously, it's it's uh it's a work uh work in progress, but I think that it can only get better from here. And you know, as as crappy of an experience as it was, it definitely lent a lot of uh, insight and uh, growing opportunity for me. So it'd be interesting to see it, I guess, displayed again for the world to see. I don't know. I have a little bit more insight into, I guess, the way that people are affected by you know what you say and what you do. Um, instead of just the real world application. So I I would, I mean, I'd have to consider it, but I'd probably go back.